Hi all, I'm Dan Smakerod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, November 21st, 2019, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. Got an awesome show for you today, uh, a Matterport service provider, customer journey, our guest today, Jeff Nietzsche. Hey Jeff, good to see you. Hey, good afternoon. How's it going? Awesome. Thanks for being on the show today. Not a problem. Uh, that your uh, Nietzsche sounds a little bit familiar. Uh, Green Bay football. Yep, Ray Nitschke, NFL Hall of Famer. He was a linebacker uh, back in the '60s and, and '70s. And any relationship? Yep, second cousin. Second cousin. Awesome. Looking forward to getting tickets from you at some point. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Okay, not 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 going to happen. So a, a Matterport customer journey. I'm interested in doing this show. Uh, for, for, for those that are just thinking about getting Matterport or they just got Matterport and they're really just kind of beginning their journey, you've begun your journey. How, how long has it been for you since you got your Matterport camera? Uh, since I've actually first played with a Matterport camera, it's probably been about two and a half years. Since I've mm -hmm. actually been in business, this is probably about a year. Okay. Uh, so, so we'll go back two and a half years, but where I'd like to begin is today. Tell me yep. about your Matterport service provider business today, Jeff. Well, I'm kind of a unique person to where I'm pretty much only working with uh, clients that I'm in contract with. So I'm in, 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 in contract with a large brokerage uh, that consists of three different brokerages, uh, Sotheby's, uh, Century 21, and Cobalt Banker. And then I'm also in contract with a local builder slash developer. Cool. So... Um... What does that mean that you're a con you're in contract with? Is, is it sounds like you have negotiated some deal with each of these clients? Yep. So so with my real estate uh, uh, partnership, uh, basically they carry it on the agent's AR, so the agent doesn't have to pay for anything out of pocket up front, and then I get paid immediately. Uh, but they've bought a certain block of my time to where I guarantee them a certain rate and certain rate card and a certain amount of tours per year. And so, then did it with my contractor. So th this might help explain why there's no rate card on your on your uh, website. Yes. Uh, um, <clears throat> CaptureNW.com, C-A-P-T-U-R-E-N-W, Northwest, Capture Northwest. Uh, no rate card. So you have you you figured out how to do a, some some kind of special pricing. So yeah. do you actually have a, a rate card for those clients, and so they kind of uh, you're you are they get it they get X number of dollars towards uh, the, these rates. Yep, uh, with, with my real estate client, they have actually uh, no minimum in which they can spend with me, which is nice. Um, and then I do it in a couple tiered platforms to where they're never worried about what the cost is gonna be. So I go like a zero to 5,000, a 5,001 to 7,500 square feet and 7,501 square feet to 10,000 square feet. And then after 10,000 square feet, call for a quote. Okay. Because after so, 10,000 square feet, I might have to do some tricky stuff with Matterport. Okay. Well, without asking your pricing, I'm still trying to understand a little bit because it's very in innovative pricing. I don't think in, uh, in my five and a half years that I've run into someone that had uh, pricing like this. So can, can you just help me understand a little bit more in terms of uh, what a deal might look like without talking about specific dollars? I can give specific dollars to a certain extent. Uh, so on my on my entry level on the 250 or up to up to 5,000 square feet is 250 for Matterport, which is a flat fee. So anything up to 5,000 square feet costs 250 bucks. Um, no setup fee, no hosting. That's all included with uh, this service. Um, to add photos is a hundred dollar bill. Um, to add video would take that up to 750. So a 750 for photo, video, and Matterport. Um, all my photo packages also include uh, Arial. I just throw that in as a Part 107 pilot. Cool. Um, but you, do you have a, a, a minimum commitment from the three clients, the, th the, 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 the one brokerage with three sub-brokerages? Yeah, basically when we first started off, it was 150 tours at $250, which was the minimum in order for me to be interested in your business. Cool. And so that's over the course of a year. So if, so if you were to take on a new client, they essentially need to give you a commitment for uh, X number of tours or X number of dollars. Yeah, at, at said minimum. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Is that hard to do? Um, this one wasn't particularly hard for me to do because I was working for their corporate office at the time. 
Um, but my, my builder, once again, it was a previous relationship to where he was not, he was unhappy with what his agents were doing because they got complacent um, because the market was hot. So they weren't doing as much marketing as they should have been. So once again, I came in, it's like, well, I could pick up this end of the, of the business for you and help you and your agents and educate your agents on why they should be doing a better job for you. And, and I'll take on your business provided that you give me a minimum commitment uh, per year, which is going to be either X number of dollars or X number of packages. Correct. Wow. That's awesome. Are you as busy as you'd like to be? Uh, this summer I, I was busier than I probably should have been. Um, it, it's kind of nice that I'm slowing down a little bit right now, just due to the natural turn of seasons. Um, but now I'm starting to look a little bit at commercial just because commercial is an interesting aspect. And I, I haven't really been doing much of anything in the commercial area. Uh, so the, the builders have been residential. Yep. And, and so the part, when you say commercial, is that like for a restaurant or? Yeah, a restaurant businesses. I recently just had a, a nationwide builder call me up to do a local gas station uh, that found me off of Google uh, Street View. Cool. Um, so that's another category you want to look at. Um, yeah. have, have you given thought about how you'd even price that? I mean, when you're doing residential, you're, you got some hosting, and, but you know that they're going to, you don't need to host them past three months, six months, a year. Well, the, the beautiful thing about my two contract ones is they each have their own account and I actually shoot to their account so they can keep it as long as they want to. Cool. Do you have an account as well? Yep. I have my own account that I shoot uh, my other business or the trickle through that I get from time to time. All right. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, well, I, I do see that you have a lot of gear behind you. How about taking me through everything that you got? Just a little bit. Uh, I have four Matterport cameras. I have two Pro 1s and two Pro 2s. Um, I started off with the Pro 1. I also have all of the supported little 360 cameras. So this one's the Insta 361, um, the Theta V, and my Darling, which is the Z1. Cool. And the Z1 uh, goes with me everywhere. Okay. So with, without starting to talk about, well, you, you still have some other Matterport related gear there, I believe. Uh, I want to ask you questions about those, those one-click cameras, but uh, is there anything else Matterport specific? Um, that, that's the four Matterport cameras okay. I have other than... So, so let's stick with the Matterport. So I, we're okay. talking to you today. Do you have four cameras? Do you have three other people that are shooting? Nope. I, I take two cameras with me on every job. I, I, I like to have an air and a spare because most of my listings are no closer than probably an hour and a half, an hour to an hour and a half to get there. And if I have an equipment failure, I can't run home really quick. So you have a pretty, a pretty big geography. I think uh, uh, Capture Northwest is... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much the, all of Idaho. the north part of the state of Idaho all the way into central Washington. Okay, so you got a pretty pretty big swath there. Uh, North Idaho and Eastern Washington State. Yep. I've, I've recently started tiptoeing as far as Pasco to Tri-Cities, which is central Washington. So I, I like to have redundancy. Okay, and you're actually in, in Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene. Yep. Which is Coeur near... Coeur d'Alene. Idaho. Okay. Idaho. Okay. Which is near? Spokane, Washington. Spokane, Washington. Okay, cool. So, uh, so this is great. So, um, gee, I would imagine that somebody was starting out would say, oh, well, you know, it's a lot of money just buy one camera, but you got four. So right. uh, are you, are the, are you using your pro ones at all? Pro one is typically what I have as a backup camera. So that way I can send out, cause I do have my brother that I can send out on jobs from time to time. So I, I send one Pro 2 and one Pro 1 with him. And then I have one Pro 2 and one Pro 1 with me. Ah, so you can keep them busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, so that's cool. Uh, and then, um, so, so I, I know you're, you, you post, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show today is because you, you're, you're quite prolific posting in the We Get Around Network forum uh, regarding uh, your 360 one-click cameras. We're so thankful for that because you're constantly doing things like, this, this is the same location with yeah, a Matterport maybe. 1, a Matterport 2, a, a, a Insta360 1X, a Ricoh Theta V, a Ricoh Theta Z1. Uh, super thankful for that, doing your comparisons. Uh, 
tell me a little bit about why, I mean, you had these Matterport cameras. Why did you end up getting these, these uh, 360 one-click cameras? Well, I, I, was, I was early involved in their beta testing, so that was reason number one. Um, I was curious to see what could be done because I, I'd like to see the, the quickening of the process. Unfortunately, even, even with the Z1, I wouldn't use it for most of my clients just because it's not quite there for my clients because my clients are a little on the upper end. Uh, if I was working on more starter homes, I might use the Z1. I probably would not use the Insta360 or the Theta V. Okay. Just so due what, to quality. So on the, on the, on the Ricoh Theta Z1, the, the $1,000 camera, were you yeah. thinking that that might speed up your workflow? Was that the, the, the thinking about getting the camera? That was, that was the initial. And then I, I, I had heard from a birdie that the Zillow tours were coming down the the board and they were supporting the Ricoh cameras. So I knew that that was a good B use for it. And that is provided to be a very good use for it as well. So are you using Ricoh Theta Z1 in conjunction with your Matterport 2 3D camera at all? And if, if so, how? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm primarily shooting uh, both Zillow and uh, Matterport tours at the same time while I'm on site. And then from time to time, I'll use the Z1 to fill in either direct sunlight or exterior in order to fill in. So that way I can get the front and the backyard uh, without having to come back at, at uh, twilight. I'm confused. Go a little slower for me and help me understand that. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll scan the entire inside of the home with the, with the Matterport Pro 2 camera. And then if I want to go outside, I'll grab my, my Z1 and I'll swap cameras with inside the capture app and then capture outside. So that way I can get both the front yard or the backyard or down to a dock or an exterior building. Ah, so I, I think what I'm hearing is there's likely sunlight and, yep. you, and you simply can't use the Matterport Pro 2 3D camera for a 3D view. Correct. But you could use it for a 360, um, oh, f forgive me, I got that backwards. You can't use it for a 3D scan, but you could use it, yeah, I, I start over on that. On the Matterport 2 3D camera, you can't scan outside with sunlight, but you could shoot 360 views. So why aren't you using your Matterport Pro 2 3D camera set to 360 view outdoors? I have done that and I do do that from, some time, from time to time, if, if, like if it's raining outside and I'm not going to scan all the way down to a part, I'll go out and I'll just grab a quick 360 and just link that. Um, you can do the 360 and then convert it to 3D mesh, although it's very time consuming. And the beautiful thing about these little point and shoots, if you will, is that it takes a 360 and then it converts it to 3D right in camera or right in the capture app. So you're not having to do that extra process or that extra step. Ah, so uh, your workflow is dramatically faster uh, using yep. the Ricoh Theta Z1 for all your outdoor shots. Correct. Uh, are you using it inside as well for any reason? On very rare occasion, like if you have a direct sunlight through a room that's kind of giving you the black hole in like a front room or a living room or something, I may use it. Um, and you're using but, it there to take a, a, a 360, convert it to 3D, and then have it fill in that black hole. But the beautiful thing about the, the, the one clicks is that you don't have to do that conversion. It's actually doing that in the app. So it solves that com yep. completely. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering if in, in some of those uh, homes you might have a, a super high vaulted ceiling and are using the Ricoh Theta Z1 on a, a long pole in order to capture the... I, I, haven't, I haven't really done any of that really high. I, I have had some high ceiling homes, but I have really haven't had much of an issue with that. Okay. So, um, and you, uh, gee, you know, you mentioned Zillow 3D Home, um, you know, uh, note to Matterport, Please talk to the Zillow people so we can shoot once. Publish twice. I, I, would, I would love that. Hello, hello, Zillow. Please yep. talk to Matterport Nice. Uh, <laughs> we'd super like to just be able to shoot once, publish twice. I, have, I, have I said that? What, what, have I evoked what you're thinking? Yeah, I, I would love that so much. Uh, but unfortunately, it just doesn't work like that. And I've talked to some people at Zillow, and they just don't seem to have that appetite at this point in time. Um, but once again, you, you can't ignore Zillow because that's where the consumer is. So how, how long do you usually take, uh, it's, it's such a crazy number, but if you had a, 
I mean, in your mind, do you keep track of metrics? So if you're shooting a 3,500 square foot home, you know how long it takes to do it, the Matterport Pro? With Matterport, I like to approximate about 45 minutes per thousand square feet. Okay, good. And then for your Zillow 3D tour? If I was doing the same home with a Zillow 3D tour, I would probably be in and out of that house in probably 45 minutes, tops. Now, you've, you've included the in and out and the setup. You didn't include that in Matterport. So uh, can you give me an apples to apples? The, the, the Zillow 3D tour is just so quick just because you're not having to actually go to each scan position. Basically, you're kind of point and shoot. Here's one room. You may do either side of the doorway just for a better navigation, but you're not having to fill in and connect because it's not line of sight like Matterport. So, so, so maybe I, I missed on the timing. So a 3,500 square foot house with Matterport would be three times 45 minutes. Right, versus uh, just in and out in 45 minutes. In, in and out. So it's substantially, in, in, in that case, it, it's, it, it's... A third of the time. Yeah, thank you. On, on a, on a 3,000 square foot home. Yeah. Um, that said, I, I, I still would imagine you, 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 you wish you could just like publish from Matterport directly to Zillow and not have that uh, extra 45 minute shoot and perhaps get paid the same amount of money for whatever it is that you're charging your clients for Zillow. Yeah. Uh, Zillow is something that I'm just doing as a hundred dollar add on if I'm there. Which got once it. again, I, 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 I got several people that are like, they'll, they'll call me up for just Matterport and Zillow. Uh, and other, is there anyone that has that asked you just to shoot Zillow? Uh, I haven't had anybody ask me for just Zillow at this point in time. Just photos? Just photos I get from time to time. My problem is, is that I, I have a minimum of $250 to show up. So that's more than any photographer charging. So, well, that's probably a good thing because you can only, you know, if you're going to shoot in, in your case, I don't know. Can, how many houses, what, what's the most you ever done in one day? <sighs> the most I've done, well, Outside of an apartment complex for a builder developer or homes that are in the same neighborhood, I've, I've done four in a day. Four. So that, that was a hustle. That, that, that was, was a hustle, lot. yeah. That was a lot and, to do. So, and geography came into play there as well. Right. So let, let's say you had a choice of, of, of doing a minimum of two fifty dollars a shoot. That's at least $1,000, never mind whatever else you, you, you did for them, versus uh, if you just did photos. Well, I guess that would still come out to a minimum of $1,000, but presumably yeah. you made a lot more on those four houses because you were probably offering a lot of other services. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, and when you do photos, are, are you using the Matterport Pro 2 3D camera or using a DSLR? I, I am not using the Matterport photos at all in, unless there's something that they needed in a pinch or something that they wanted pulled out of a Matterport tour specifically. I always typically shoot with a DSLR. And uh, are, you, are you a Nikon or Canon person? Well, I have Panasonic, I have Canon, I have uh, Nikon somewhere. Sony is what I've been shooting on recently. Hmm. Okay, you like the mirrorless? Yep. I, I, I don't like the menu system of the Sony. I'm still learning the mirror si or the menu system of the, the Sony, but I really do like its low light performance. Okay, uh, cool. So, uh, so and on your DSLR, are, are you doing... Uh, are you doing post-production on them in-house or do you outsource that? Uh, a little of both, depending on the property. Uh, there's a couple of properties that would make it worthwhile to send out to Box Brownie or, or one of those type of services to really jazz up the photos or to add that, some of that twilight or, or sky replacement. Uh, I, I, I can do some minimal sky replacement, <laughs> but that comes time intensive, depending on the property. So um, are you sending pictures typically straight out of the camera or do you have some post-production that you do some color enhancement, et cetera? For what I'm sending to the agent, I, I always do a post-production of some sort, whether I'm sending that off to a third party to do or I'm doing it myself. Okay, cool. You mentioned that uh, you have your um, part 107 yep. uh, F FAA license. Uh, yep. Cool. Uh, tell me about your drone photography. Uh, once again, I, I include drone photography in my regular photo package. Did I lose you? I'm here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit of stutter in the video. So uh, I include uh, drone photo and video in my, in my photo package. Uh, so I, I don't separate it out as this is just drone. 
Okay. So is that uh, the photo and video, both photos and video from your aerial? Yep. Okay. So you have some package and, and that includes some light editing of the video, yep. uh, uh, adding music. Um, yeah, the audio editing. track. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and uh, you have, do you have a particular drone that you're using now? The, the one that I fly the most is the Mavic 2 Pro. Um, I did just get this little guy. Wow, this look at Mavic. that. This just came out. Yeah, that's uh -huh. right. Yeah. This guy is super fun to fly, and I look forward to taking it out in the field. This isn't going to be my A camera, but this is a really good B camera okay. or B drone. Um, it flies really nice. It takes pretty decent images. Uh, its handicap is at 2.7K, so you're not getting the, the full resolution video. Uh, but battery life on it, uh, I'm getting probably 25 minutes out of that. That's amazing, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so as a backup, if something happened to your primary drone, you still have a second camera. To worry, the day is not lost. I always, I always like to have redundancy. Okay. And um, gosh, I... What else do I see behind you? What, what's on your tripod? How are you connecting your Matterport camera to your tripod there? Well, so uh, this which, is just the man, that Manfrotto 290 that everybody seems to use because it's a workhorse. It's a beast. Okay. Is I it, just have that on a flat plate because I find that nine times out of ten, you're level with that camera anyway if you have your leg set right. Uh, are, are you doing a quick release or are you just screwing it right onto the tripod? No, it's a quick release, uh, just flat plate. Flat plate. Okay. Yeah. And, and then how do you keep your camera, how do you keep the camera level? Uh, the legs, uh, if, if once again, if your legs are, are, are straight, nine times out of 10, you're level, unless you're on tilted ground. And then I just, I tweak the leg just a little bit. Okay. I haven't really had any issues with the camera being off kilter or off center, so. Okay, cool. And then I see a second tripod. Yeah, this one's my Ben Row. I only typically use this one if I'm doing uh, video video or if I'm throwing a, a slider on it to do slider video with the camera. Okay. And uh, is there any other gear that's there? Well, this is my Sony that I have on here. Okay. This is my uh, iFootage monopod. And this is what I typically use with my, well, I'll use it with my Sony because it's a small body, but I, I like using this uh, for my 360 cameras as the base because it's a very sturdy monopod. And then it has a, a ball foot to where you can level it to get uh, straight lines. Uh, tell me again, I haven't seen that one. What is that? Uh, this one's the iFootage Cobra 2. iFootage Cobra 2. Yeah. And they come in both aluminum and carbon fiber. I'm just rocking the aluminum ones. Okay. Um, they have a really nice quick release system. And it, it gives you a nice small, uh, uh, are you patching your, uh, your nader? Uh, don't have to with Matterport or with uh, Zillow 3D Tours. It does a pretty good job with that. Ah, so uh, you you put a Matterport camera on that? Uh, oh, oh, you're talking oh. about your 360 camera. Yeah. I'm just getting a little concerned there for a second. Okay, my my bad. Just, just because just because you can shoot uh, Matterport with these guys now too. Got it. Okay, so. Uh, but the really nice thing about these is the quick release. So it makes getting getting or swapping cameras out really easy with it. Oh, that's cool. All right. Can you show that's, me the ball joint on that? I, uh, yeah. So at the very bottom, there's a little twist knob, and that allows you to adjust the foot. So if you're on an even, uneven ground, you can get that still straight. Does it, does it come with a bubble? Uh, there's not a bubble level on there, but I, I found with, with most uh, 360s, as long as you have it relatively just eyeballed, level that mm -hmm. most of these 360 cameras will level in camera so and then it has a uh, adjustable feet to where you can adjust that to any level to get a little higher a little lower okay. or completely fold it up and use it as just a traditional monopod without the feet okay cool all right so um we, we've talked to somewhat about your business today um are there other services so i i, I, I got matterport Photo, video, aerial photo and video. Uh, are you That's, offering floor plans? Uh, I do offer floor plans uh, and I just mark them up uh, 100%. So the $15 from Matterport, I just uh, bill them as 30 bucks. Any uh, other? I do from time. What's that? 
Any other add-ons? Um, for the most part, that's it. Um, from time to time, I've used that same vendor that uh, Ross was talking about yesterday, which is Siva with uh, Homes 3D. Okay. Uh, because he does offer some things like the 3D floor plans, which are kind of nice from time to time. Just to change it up a little bit from time to time, depending on the client. Cool. All right, so you're, you're, you're somewhat a busy, prolific photographer, a Matterport service provider. Um, yep. Maybe a little bit overstretched during the busy season of the summer, um, going into the winter, maybe not so much, or going into the holidays. So uh, yep. looking for some other uh, verticals that may be uh, tackled. I, I, don't, I don't hear you talking about maybe going after other real estate agents though. Um, with, with the agreement that I have, I, I don't have anything saying that I can't go after other real estate agents, but I also don't like to jump out of uh, bed with the, the customer that I'm in bed with, uh, by chasing right. other business. You, you have a sweet deal with, with a, a, a large client that keeps you really busy. Yeah. Got it. That, that, that makes sense. So, um, uh, at the top of the show, you, you mentioned, I think, that you got started as a Matterport business maybe a year ago, maybe played with the Matterport camera two and a half years ago. Take me back way before Matterport. What, 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 was, what, was, your, what, what was your career before you were a photographer? Well, my brother and I owned a real estate marketing company that we specialized in new construction. So we, we were doing 360 tours back before Google was a business, back when you actually had to stitch all the photos together. Um, and we had done that and we landed a, a builder that was building about 300 homes a year. Now we didn't always do those 360 tours on everything because they were very time intensive, uh, but we, we shot everything with uh, traditional cameras. Some of them may, may have even been filmed back in the day, but uh, most of them would have been digital. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, we started off in new construction. So it sounds like you, you were a digital agency creating content. Yeah. So we handled everything from the website to cleaning up the floor plans, uh, going to developer meetings to get it through plan approval or plat approval to get into communities. And, and, and how long were you doing that? Uh, that would have probably been started in the late nineties, early two thousands. So for a while, it's going back maybe 20 plus years. Yeah. And so you had at that time expertise uh, in uh, creating digital assets, photography, uh, the floor plans you mentioned. Uh, you also had business development skills. I yeah. would imagine that you were you and your brother were developing clients. Yeah. So that was some business development. Then what happened after that? Well, recession hit, which was always a fun thing. Um, so we both kind of had to go and do different work for a little bit. And then, uh, we were probably out of real estate for about four years, three, four years. And then we came back into real estate, uh, off of a blind ad. Uh, I got brought in to, uh, basically fix everything that was wrong with syndication. So basically I started off as kind of a, as an admin where I had to start off as an admin because I had to learn their systems from the ground up worked up, worked in their corporate office uh, for probably about two, three years, and then just kind of got tired with the corporate life and wanted to get back out into the field. And is, is, is that now your client? Uh, that, that is one of our, one of my clients, yeah, is, is that real estate group. So there was, there was essentially a very seamless transition where you, you said, hey, I'm, however you, however you finesse that, I'm yep. leaving, I'm happy to take care of you, here's my deal to you. Does that work for you? Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. So, so essentially you're, um, for, for you, uh, well, t t take me back two and a half years ago. So you were playing with the Matterport camera, so you didn't have a, a business. Was, so was that at the, at this client that they bought one? So as, as, as most real estate uh, brokerages or brokers or managers, they go to a convention, they see something, they buy it, and then they don't know what to do with it. So they had bought a Pro One at a convention, came back with it, and they're like, hey, uh, check out this really cool technology. Well, they told this, this after it had sat in a closet for a month or two, collecting dust. Uh, check out this cool technology, what can we do with it? So we took it and we started scanning a couple of properties with it. 
We, uh, seen what, you and your brother? Yeah, me and my brother. And then we were doing some training with agents to see what their appetite was to, to have them just check out the camera or rent the camera and shoot it. And most agents didn't have the attention span or want to spend that much time shooting the Matterport tour. So then it sat for probably another year or so until I, I, I wrapped up with what I was doing at corporate. And then I was like, let's put this thing to work. And before I jumped into that, it's like I went out and I bought a couple of Pro 2s because I knew Pro 2 was going to be better quality than the Pro 1 they had had sitting. And then somewhere along the lines, we picked up another Pro 1. <laughs> so when, when you actually set up your business on day one, you bought two Matterport Pro 2 3D cameras. Correct. Because okay. the quality is just night and day. So you felt that having a backup camera was that important? Correct. Yeah. Okay, cool. And... Um, and so your, your largest client today still has presumably a Matterport camera? Correct. But they're, it, it's in some closet, they don't, you, you never run into them using it for any reason? No. No, okay. As a matter of fact, I should probably confiscate it back from them and charge it just to keep it alive. Yes, I think it might be a problem if it hasn't been charged in a while, that, that I imagine does happen. Uh-huh. Uh, or um, so, so that's that's interesting. So and then uh, so 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 both you and your brother were servicing this very large client with your agency. Then there was a challenge with the economy. Uh, hey, happens to everybody. I reinvented myself, and here I am having a conversation with you, having spent twenty plus years in television and entertainment marketing, and now returning to my love of photography and yep. being a bit geeky, ended up with this Matterport uh, uh, 3D 360 space. So um, I, I kind of have some uh, kin kindred spirits of understanding reinventing yourself. Uh, yep. so, so you and your brother, did he end up going to this uh, company as well? Yep, he's actually the director of marketing for the Thompson Group of Companies. So he's the chief marketing officer, I guess, is his official title of this company and he's still with this company now. Is that your, is your brother your client? Uh, my brother is kind of a client. Uh, I work directly with the brokerages. I don't actually work directly with him unless we're working on a project together. <laughs> so there's a difference between corporate and the individual brokerages sort of kind of? Correct. And he's at corporate and Correct. you're working for the individual brokerages. Right. How's that work? Sounds like you got a, like, a, does that work out okay? Yeah. Uh, we have no issues. I mean, we, we work well together. We, we, we cohabitate, so we, we kind of have to work well together. Okay, great. So you, you're, you're, it's 24-7. Somehow, some way, you and your brother are related in, 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 uh, in careers and what you're doing, et cetera. Somehow, some way. Yeah. And, and it helps with complementing uh, assets or tools or skill sets. So, okay, so he, he so he stayed on, and then you went out on your own, and then you continue to work with with that large, uh, the the yeah. brokerages under the umbrella of the of the corporation. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So he, I think it's fourteen offices under three different brands, and it's approximately eight hundred agents. So are, are, is your responsibility for 800 agents? I'm currently only servicing about 200 under this because I'm not all the way down into Boise because we do have some offices down in Boise and in Southern Idaho. Southern Idaho. Uh, we actually have a couple of MSPs that we're working with down there. And then uh, in Tri-Cities, uh, we set them up with their own Matterport camera and own Matterport account. So do you, are you getting 100% of the business that you possibly could from your client? or? Um, I, I, um, and, and that's always going to be the case. You're never going to get 100% of everything. Okay. Um, so if, uh, if you were... A, someone who is just thinking about getting started with Matterport, um, what what thoughts would you have for, for someone? First and foremost, you have to be out there belly to belly. 
if you're not out there something in the community, the people have who you are and where you are, what you're doing. I mean, even today, having done this for a year, I still go to office meetings to remind agents that I'm still in business. I'm still doing this because if you're not doing that, you're not in business. And so you really do have to get out into the community. So you, you had somewhat of an advantage in that you worked inside a brokerage and then left the brokerage and then are still working for the brokerage. If you're just starting out, how does a, you know, let, let's say I'm a photographer, I'm a, I'm a photographer and I'm, but I don't, I've never done work for uh, uh, real estate agents before. How do I get inside of a real estate brokerage? The, your handicap is always going to be the front desk. So I would sweet talk that front desk to the best of my ability. Um, uh, you always have to uh, just, I say the front desk just because I, that is going to be your key point of contact in, in any real estate office. Uh, so bring by plates of cookies, uh, treats, this, that, or whatever. Leave some business cards. Uh, but I would say deal with the MLSs. I mean, do a Google search of whatever area you're in, MLS or Association of Realtors, to find out what your Association of Realtors are. Ask them uh, what you can do within what the MLS is capable of doing, what's supported in that MLS, because no two MLSs are created equal. That's, that's also one of my, my secret skills is that uh, my background was syndication, so I know where everything can go. So when I'm in no fewer than probably eight MLSs right now. Um, so uh, talk a little bit about syndication. So uh, you, you have this Matterport tour. Are, are you doing the back end of the syndication in behalf of your brokerage or, or do you give the links to your real estate agent clients and then they populate MLS? I give it to the agent so they can put it in, but I actually have credentials to where I can go in and I can double check the homework to make sure that it has been done. Because if it doesn't get anywhere where it's supposed to be, the return on investment isn't going to be there. So, and the, if the ROI isn't there, they're not going to come back. So where is it supposed to be? Uh, well, it's supposed to be in the MLS, so that way other agents can see it. Um, I always do the realtor.com uh, syndication from the Matterport through the app. But the important thing there is making sure that those addresses match up to what's in realtor.com and what's in Matterport. Because if those addresses don't match up, oftentimes that won't link. How often are the addresses different? Is it really subtle? It, it can be something as, as silly as they abbreviated lane instead of spelling it out or abbreviated road instead of spelling it out. Uh, maybe they forgot the south or the north and, and that could be enough to trip it up. And so how, since, since I don't have credentials, how could I figure that out? Typically, if you waited until after it was in the MLS and you went in and double checked, so if you looked it up on Realtor.com and see what the address is in Realtor.com, then copy and paste that into Matterport. Got it. So, uh, so we've talked about two places for syndication, the, the local MLS, Realtor.com, presumably Homes.com is part of Realtor.com. That's three. Where else? Uh, the national brokerage. So it's really easy with Sotheby's, uh, Cobalt Banker, and Century 21. I think Better Homes and Garden. There's a few of them that all ride underneath the real G brand, um, which all support Matterport natively on their national websites. So if you get the Matterport link into your corporate backend, they call it Dash, um, that it will then ride along to most of their syndication partners. So each brokerage is going to have its different spider web of where they push the listing to, but. And is that something that the real estate agent would normally do or? Typically they fill out the paperwork and then uh, each office's staff would put that into that location. And, and is that something that you're double checking or that you're, you're populating yourself because you have the confidence level of it'll get done? I right now am letting our staff do it at this particular time with these offices because I've trained the staff. So I know they, they're getting it done probably 99.99% of the time, but I always do double check it because at the end of the day, if it's not there, they're just going to be calling me. 
I, I love this. It's the vendor that's training the client of how the client is supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, but obviously you have a very unique uh, circumstances for Matterport service provider business having come from, uh, your, having worked at your client for many years. So yep. you actually understand all the processes and procedures on the back end, perhaps better than those that are uh, uh, new agents uh, uh, with the company. Yep. And it, we, we do some training seminars from time to time with inside of our brokerages or with inside of our local MLSs as well. They'll actually call us and ask us, hey, can you train us on this? So being, billing, being willing to donate your time to come in and talk to people will go far as well. Mm-hmm. Have you ended up meeting uh, new agents that weren't using you that now are using you? Yep. And then anybody who has any sort of iOS device, I get that capture app or not capture uh, the showcase app onto their device. So that way they can play with the Matterport tour because this is the best way to experience a Matterport tour. Yeah, so this is the Matterport 3D showcase app, which is free. Um, yep. <clears throat> so are you, are you sending the uh, Matterport ID to the agent or are you literally saying, Hey, uh, give me your device. I'm going to put this tour, this or more tours on your device for you. With onboarding with inside of our Sotheby's office so far, this is the only one that we've, we've started this program is we actually set them up with the showcase app. If they have an iOS device, and then I set up a folder in the company account that is dedicated to them. And then we set that account up on their uh, showcase app and then all the tours go directly to their account. Got it. So you actually have the benefit of, it's a little bit, e it's a lot a bit easier for you. It's a lot a bit easier for them since they have a Matterport account yeah. by having that folder. Uh, uh, yeah. Cause we just set them up as a view only collaborator so they can't delete the tour <laughs> or they can delete it off their device. They just can't delete it out of the account. Okay, great. So they don't have to think about it. It just automatic. They, they don't know why it works. It's just magic. And it's just it's magic. And, and you're in the background actually having made that happen. So that, that, that's, yep. a, that's an interesting uh, you know, way to do that. Um, uh, but for clients, for the actual homeowner, I'd like to make sure that they have it as well. So I'll send them instructions on how to get it onto their iOS device. So if they're out and about traveling, that they can actually show off their house as well. Is that cool with your agents? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess I guess that probably goes back, since you're not working on any other brokerages, they probably have a confidence level that if you're developing a relationship somehow by having contact with the homeowner, that that's not going to result in, uh, um, hey, I got a different uh, brokerage to refer the next time you sell your house. I don't know what it might be. Anyway, their confidence level is high with you that they're comfortable that, that you do that. And essentially you're helping the agent help sell the house by having the homeowner have the 3D model on their uh, iPhone or iPad or desktop in order to be able to show to friends, family, whomever. Or when they're out traveling. Cause a lot of my clients do a lot of travel or a lot of my, my agents clients do a lot of traveling. So. So um, I, actually, just to go back one second on pricing, uh, the, the piece that I don't quite understand, the, the brokerage does the deal with you in terms of the minimum, but it's the agents that are actually charged for the Correct. tours. So, so but the, 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 it's the brokerage that charges the agent. It's not you sending a bill to the agent. Correct. I, I actually send in a bill to their corporate accounting department along with the MLS information. And then the agent doesn't get uh, charged until the listing closes, um, expires, or is withdrawn. So if, if they cancel the listing, then they have to pay for it uh, upon that time. So it, it's not a deal that's subject to the, to the house selling. It's No, they're, they're still on the hook for it, uh, but, right. but at least they don't have the... Uh, Immediate out-of-pocket expense. The, the brokerage is helping them with the cash flow. Right. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, because most agents are cash poor when they take the listing. Yes. And when it sells, then they have the money in the pocket to actually do all the proper marketing. Yes. So, um, so does that mean you're still in somewhat of a business development role because you really want the agents to, to take advantage of your services? Because if they don't, the brokerage is going to reduce what that minimum commitment is? Yep. So that's why I'm constantly on tour. It's like, I got to hit those offices. I got to be out there belly to belly reminding people that I'm in business. 
Ah, so so uh, so if you're not out shooting, you're you're likely doing business development, even though you have this commitment for X number of of dollars from the the brokerage. Yep, I'll stop in and I'll, I'll do one on one with agents and show them how the technology works. If there's a new agent that doesn't quite get it, I don't mind spending that time because I know that's a at the end of the day going to be money in my pocket someday. So, um, excuse me, how hard is business development for you? I don't mind it. I, I've always kind of had a little bit of that training to where I kind of like to show people how things work. And is this, this is using, uh, it sounds like you're using the Matterport 3D showcase app a lot in, yes. in, in your conversation. So are these pretty short conversations? Uh, once, once somebody has it, I mean, the number one question I get is why doesn't it work on my Android, which I've talked to Matterport about, but part of that is there's so many different flavors of Android that it's hard to develop for it. Not to mention the hardware requirements, but, uh, I, I always tell agents, it's like, I'm not trying to change your political party or your sexual orientation. <laughs> if you just get an iPad for $329, this can change your world. Yes. Yeah. Um, and how many iPads have you sold? This year, I've probably sold probably 15, 20 iPads. Yeah, that's great. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. I, no, I didn't get paid for any of those. No, but. I, I understand. But, you, you know, to the, the fact that they got it, if they, if they want to be able to walk into a homeowner and say, hey, this is the part of the marketing that you select us, this is part of the marketing we're going to do to help sell your house. For the you know for the most money with uh, with the most offer most offers for the most money with least amount of stress and the shortest amount of time shortest amount of time what what else are you pitching when you tell them what what's the what what's well, your pitch? Uh, the ability to carry that inventory in your pocket to where pocket purse whatever when you're out to dinner or you're at all these different community events that you're involved in to be able to pull that out and say oh hey I have this property that you might be interested in or oh, you were looking for something like this or to be able to hop in the car before heading out to 10 buck two, which could be an hour, hour and a half away to go view a property. Is this really what you're looking for? So you can start pre-qualifying those people before you're actually putting them in the car. And then once you start getting them through that, they start understanding and like, Oh, I, I can use this in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. uh, but in terms of getting the listing, is, is that what you focus on? Yeah. I focus on being able to preview that property uh, time aside, or if you have, the, the, the families that have a lot of small children, when you're, when you're taking that listing and shooting the photography, that's as clean as that house is ever going to be. So, so getting in and, and shooting it and, and capturing it in, in Matterport at that point in time. So rather than having to have the, 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 the mom or the, the dad clean up the house for a showing, that may or may not be in and out in five minutes because they don't like the house. It's like, let's walk through the house before we put the, that client through that. Okay, so I see this new major advertising campaign to encourage homeowners that are planning to sell their house in a couple of years is to have kids, have lots of kids. Because yes. the more kids they have, the more motivated they're going to be to have a matter for a shot. So we, we, <laughs> we as a community, we get around network forum community needs to, to advocate for everyone to have more kids than they possibly need so that they'll definitely want to get a Matterport 3D tour from an agent that's offering that. Yep. I had one recently too, where it was their fur kids and I was pushing around dog crates from room to room in order to shoot the tour. Oh, so, so how much, uh, how much, uh, when you show up, what percent of your, uh, listings that you're shooting, are you, uh, moving boxes and adding light bulbs and puffing up pillows? And I'm typically not ever adding any light bulbs. I always, uh, I, I'd like to send out a little checklist before I show up saying, hey, this is a Matterport tour. I can't Photoshop anything. Matterport tour is kind of what you see is what you get. So it's always kind of nice to, to let them know. It's like, hey, it's going to take about 45 minutes per hour. Um, this is what we can and this is what we cannot do with a Matterport tour because you can't Photoshop something out or change the colors or lighten it up or darken it up. Um, but as far as moving stuff around, I'll move something around if I have to. But I, I would say maybe only 10, 15% of properties that I show up to, to where I really have to do that. You ever show up at one where you say, I, I think I need to come back. I mean, there was just nothing done. There's, there's been a couple of those properties. Um, I had one, uh, would have been this last spring to where I showed up and literally it looked like they had thrown in a, a junk grenade 
in the house and in the whole place. <laughs> and it, it was just, stuff was everywhere. They're, they're in the middle of remodeling and middle of packing. They were living in an RV in the driveway. <clears throat> and it's like, this house really isn't ready to go. But the agent's like, hey, shoot it as it is. It's like, okay, I'll shoot it and I'll bill you. Really? They still wanted to shoot it after you like said, I'm, this is. Yeah. I took a couple snapshots with my cell phone, uh, texted them over to him. It's like, this is what it looks like. Wow. Oh, so that, so that's interesting. So how often are you showing up to shoot a house and the, the client's not with you? Is that typical? Every once in a while, I get one to where I get a home to myself. It's not very often because most of mine are either pretty high end where I either have somebody there whether it be the agent or the client. Mm -hmm. um, but very rarely, unless it's in my new construction, do I have the home to myself. Yeah. And prices for residential real estate in your market are? For, for uh, an entry level, uh, they're starting out at about 350. Uh, the most expensive one that I've shot here locally is 20 million. Mm -hmm. So we, we do have some upper end properties here. Uh, that, that might be, that must be fun to shoot a $20 million property. Yeah, uh, that one was interesting. I actually had to sign an NDA to even show up on site to shoot it. And that one isn't in syndication anywhere. They just use that for showing uh, people who have signed an NDA to view the property. An NDA to view the property. So it, it's yeah. shown, how do you show it? Do you put it on a website with a password? You uh, Well, it is out in the MLS to where you can view the property. Uh, but there are certain aspects of the home to where the homeowner doesn't want shown unless uh, they've shown their full financials and their qualified to buy the home. Yeah. Okay. Well, that might be the only way I'd get to, to, to see that property is to, is to, to shoot it. Uh, uh -huh. so I, I yeah, I, guess I think I'm, that one, that one was I'm married, but don't tell my wife, I, I asked you this question. Do, do they have any eligible, uh, nice ladies that might be looking for, uh, don't tell my wife. I, I wouldn't mind meeting one or two of those myself. <clears throat> Yeah, the, the, this one that I had shot uh, was, I think, 18,000 square foot under roof. And that one I was there for the day. Uh, I shot a, a spa that I think was 18,500 square feet. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think the largest home I ever shot was 10,000 square feet. What, what, what do you, do you have to have like 27 kids to have a house that's got that, that many kids, that many square, that much square footage? Well, this one had his and her master baths that were kind of joined together. And the closets were as big as a typical house is typical bedroom would be. Okay. Because this is still under construction, mind you. So they're not finished with it yet. Yeah. And when I walked into the master bedroom, I thought it was a library. Until I kept on walking and got into the master bathroom. That is so awesome. I, I mean, I, there's nothing like shooting an awesome space. Uh, that you go, wow, this is really inspiring. This is how the other half live. <laughs> is the, other, the other half. It's what, well, let me think. Uh, how many scans do I need to shoot today, this week, uh, this month? And, uh, and um, maybe I could pay him for a week's rent or something. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I could stay in the garage for a couple nights. <laughs> Are there uh, vacation rentals for you or is it typically houses for sale? Um, I haven't done much on the way of vacation rental. Um, I do have a, a lady that just left one of our brokerages that started up a vacation rental that I might be talking to um, just because I, I think that's another market that could be up and coming. It's just some of the third party vacation rental sites are a little difficult in getting Matterport tours and whatnot in as well or third party links because they don't like that sort of it's the same reason why Zillow isn't really doing virtual tours or Matterport tours. And they like burying that because they don't want you leaving their site. Yeah. Uh, well, I, uh, separate and aside, I think they could still do Matterport the way the mat in my mind, the way Matterport would work, it would be just like Google street view Matterport publishes to Google street view. It, the content is now hosted by Google. There isn't any reason Matterport. Or, or just like realtor.com to where they, they, they turn that into the MLS compliant to where it's removing the contact information. Yeah. So I, I think, I still think it's possible for, for Matterport and Zillow to play nice where it gets published to, 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 to Zillow and it's not a Matterport link and, and it's not a Matterport, experience as we think about it, it's, it's still the Zillow 3D home tour 
experience, Zillow's just taking the 360s and constructing their own tour and hosting it themselves so that it's not going to take them off the site. So anyway, separate and aside, uh, I got to think that, that Matterport and Zillow... The, te the technology's there. <laughs> yeah. It's at some point, somehow, some way that that's going to happen. And um, do, do you, on, on the, um, uh, the home builder, uh, are they having you scan when the house is framed or when the house is done? I'm doing it pretty much at completion. Uh, typically, it may or may not still have blue tape in it because sometimes I'm showing up and the movie tra truck is backing into the driveway um, just because it's a very short time, time frame between when the house is finished and when the client's moving in. So, so your builder is using these tours not to sell that house, but to, to sell the next house that they get to build. Correct. Uh, what we're doing is, is we're, we're, we're building a library of, of their home plan lineup. So that way it, it results in them having to build less specs. Now, they still keep a, a certain amount of rolling specs going for shorter delivery times. Uh, but that way, if the market has a correction again, they're not sitting on as many spec homes that may or may not have a buyer attached cool so it's almost like that builder has their own app that is using matterport 3d showcase presumably to have yep. uh all all their portfolio uh uh and so are they at the point where they go wow jeff this is awesome you know we've been able to sell more houses do less spec homes uh, have less conversations about what the house is going to look like because they can walk through every one of the floor plans through with Matterport. Yep. Or may, maybe you don't like this color package in this house. Well, we, we've shot another one with this house with the lighter colors or the darker colors to where now we can walk you through both homes and you can actually walk through the home. Same, same home, different color pattern. Right. Isn't that awesome? Wow. All right, cool. Bef before we wrap it up, <clears throat> Excuse me. I should just ask: um, Is there is there anything else that that we haven't talked about that you you, you would just love to share? As you know, some, someone that's a, a a successful Matterport service provider business that that's uh, firing on all cylinders. Nope. I, I think if somebody's just starting out, I mean, pick up a camera, whether it's a new to you camera or a new camera, and just get out there and start getting belly to belly. Also, make sure that you have a stack of business cards with you at all times because <laughs> I just keep them in an Altoid tin because that way if they're in my pocket or my bag banging around, the cards don't get all banged up. And then the other thing that I keep with me at all times is booties, being respectful of being in and out of people's homes. Typically I take my shoes off, but uh, sometimes if you're in and out, you kind of have to have your shoes on. Um, uh, I I'm a huge advocate of those blue booties. Um, can you... They're, they're, they're next to nothing on Amazon, so. Yeah, can you tell that, you know, even if the, 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 the client has not said anything, that they're just so super appreciative that you're doing that? Yep. Uh, you, you typically know the home when you're pulling up in the driveway. Uh, and 99.99% and of the homes that I'm shooting are those homes. And even a starter home, I mean, if it's, it's a family with kids and dogs running through the home, I'm still respectful and I still take off my shoes or put on booties. Because once again, it's not my home. Yeah, it's awesome. So uh, uh, Jeff, thanks so much for being on the show today. Hey, not a problem. Awesome. So we've been uh, visiting with uh, uh, Jeff uh, uh, Nitschke. Uh, Correct. Formerly with the Green Bay Packers, or at least that's his second cousin that was formerly with the, the Green Bay Packers. Um, uh, Jeff is the, the founder, the chief photographer, photographer of uh, Capture Northwest, uh, goes by Capture NW, website captureNW.com, uh, uh, serving uh, North Idaho and Eastern Washington State. Uh, I, this has just been a fantastic discussion. I've learned so much just by visiting with you. I'm so thankful that you're in the We Get Around Network forum. You're always a, uh, always have great content to share with others, and I, I think that just makes for, um, you know, uh, helping helping others through this path is a great yep, thing. This I, journey. I know this, this journey. Uh, so I'm, again, I'm super thankful that uh, that you're a member of the We Get Around Network forum community. 
And now that things are slowing down, I might see if I can't put together some sort of video on syndication and a little bit on the back end of what's going on in real estate for other people that might be able to get some nuggets out of that. That, that would be awesome. And if you want to come back and do a separate show on those two topics, that's even awesome as well. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I always think when you, uh, you give, you, you just somehow you, you get back. You always get, you always get way more back than, than what you gave. So, it, yeah, you know, uh, and so I, I just think that's great. You know, uh, uh, in, uh, for our viewers, you know, if you're curious what the same property looks like, uh, shot with a Matterport Pro 1 3D camera, a Matterport Pro 2 3D camera, a Ricoh Theta V, a Ricoh Theta Z1, an Insta361X. Jeff has done all the legwork. He's, he's shot those properties and he's been super kind to post them in the We Get Around Network forum. And I'm waiting on my beta. I'm waiting on my beta for the for the iPhone slash iPad capture, and then I'm going to shoot that space with that as well once I got that. Ah, awesome. So uh, Jeff, saluting to the um, uh, Matterport has announced, but not yet released. Schedule for first quarter of 2020. The ability to capture a 3D space uh, using an iPhone without any additional hardware. Yep. Yeah, so that's very cool. So, hey, thanks all for tuning in. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel or elsewhere, come join us in the We Get Around Network Forum, wegetaroundnetworkforum.com or wganforum.com. Love to have you join the conversation. It's totally free. In fact, you can join the forum and you'll get 50 plus membership benefits just for joining. How crazy is that? Uh, Jeff, thanks again. I'm Dan Smigrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum, and you've been watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. Thank you. Have a good afternoon.